0: Hey, in this bonus episode on Jesus, Sex, and Politics, we have a special guest coming into the studio who's running for city council at large in Noblesville, Indiana. What does a city councilman do? What's a city councilman at large? What is municipality government in general? Well, I'm glad you asked. Dive in. Let's find out. Hey, welcome to the Jesus Sex and Politics Podcast. I'm Micah. Nathan's not here because he's over in Spain. But we're going to talk about some cool stuff. We are doing a segment called The Heart of the Candidate. Uh, we had on recently Marla Ayler, who was running for Westfield clerk treasurer. She was talking about her candidacy. We brought in another candidate. He's a good friend of mine and he goes to Life Church. He's running for Noblesville city council at large, Nick Gamillion. Nick, thanks for being on the show. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Okay. So the heart of the candidate is all about that. It's the heart of the candidate. Why are you running? What motivated you to do this? What, what should people know about you and what can they do to, you know, support you if they if they like what they hear? So let's start with, uh, you know, what, motive, what motivated you to run? Why are you doing this?
1: Yeah. So again, my name is Nick Gomillion. I'm a 16-year resident of Noblesville, Indiana, and uh, I'm a husband. I'm a father. Uh, I'm a Christian, obviously, and uh, I'm an HR professional by day. But um, You know, I've lived in Noblesville 16 years, and I've seen a lot of change, and we're projected to double in growth in the next 10 years, and um, I've been involved in different things. I was the vice president of my homeowners association uh, board, and so I've done that. I've volunteered at various nonprofits, and, you know, I feel like I have a a unique people-focused leadership style, uh, more of a servant leader, and I can offer that now on a larger scale. Um, And so, you know, I see things in our city government that I think need to change, Uh, especially in regard to taxpayers and and where our money's going. And so I feel like you don't have room to complain unless you're willing to raise your hand and get involved. And that's kind of why I'm running. Uh, I feel like it's time for me to get involved and uh, get out there and make the
0: change I want to see. I love it. So uh, what are some of those changes? So you talk about, okay, we're going to be doubling in growth. Noblesville, which is where I live, we're 71,000 people right now, I I believe is is the number that I saw last. So we're going to be upwards of 142,000 people in 10 years. What needs to change so that we can handle that growth? And whenever somebody I, I think this is probably true on on every person who lives in a community that they love, growth is good, but they fear growth in one aspect because they don't want the city that they love to lose this the the vibe that they love the city for. Like it's the heritage of the city. Like we love Noblesville because it kind of has a small town USA feel, like the heritage, but we don't want it to turn into caramel, right? And so so but when you have 142,000 people like well that's turning into caramel, like whether you want it to or not. So outside of putting a wall around our city and saying you're not allowed to come in like you know <laughs> you know what do, what do you do to handle that growth? What are some of those changes that need to, that need to happen in your opinion? But how can we how can we protect the heritage of our of our beloved city?
1: Well exactly, it's a balance between progress and preservation. You know, we need to man- maintain that charm like you were talking about. Preserve our history. Make sure that we're still telling that story to the next generation and welcoming new people as they come in. Um, But it's about controlled growth. So let's make wise decisions uh, in our proactive planning. So you know we know they're going to come. We want people to come. We're welcoming of new people to come. uh, But let's plan now for public safety. And that's number one. I feel like you can't have any other goals unless people feel safe. Yeah. So I want to make sure police and, and fire and paramedics are well funded. Uh, and that we're appropriately staffed, you yeah. know, they have the best technology and, and resources ahead of time. Yeah. Um, and then number two is infrastructure. So let's make sure the roads can accommodate all these more, all these drivers, right? So more people coming in, um, let's go ahead and expand roads. Now think about East and West traffic through town and uh, like the pleasant street project, like that was talked about in the eighties and it's just now being done. So let's not wait that long, uh, to, to plan for the next 10 years. And then, um, you know community involvement so i think it's making sure people are still involved in the community we have a lot of amenities here in noblesville uh, we have great restaurants great stores you have deer creek that's what we still call it right uh, <laughs> to go to concerts and it's, uh, or yeah.
0: what was it so it went deer creek then it went verizon yeah and then clips now it's
1: Ruoff. Ruoff. Yeah. what
0: the heck <laughs> at some point it should, let's let's see if we can make it a goal to be like micah and nick's music venue right yes, yes. <laughs> well Bill and or what if, yeah what if we like what if we like put in a lottery and like every two months we're going to change it to somebody's name. Like, we'll just like, you know, it'll be this person's name for two months and then that person's name. Yeah, just that that thing keeps – that venue keeps changing. But, yes, go yeah. on. Sorry. Yeah. No, but it's, it's
1: you know, volunteering, getting people yeah. involved in the community, uh, coming out to support events and, and different groups that around town, whether that's the arts or, you know, music, um, you know, sporting events, things like that, and, and serving. Uh, I think when you go out and you volunteer and you serve – you actually uh, are more invested. And, and so it's promoting those kind of things around town.
0: Whether you know this or not, you just listed in in literally in the same detail, the Declaration of Independence. Uh, we have the right as human beings to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. And, and you laid that out in your idea of how to make Noblesville a good place, which is which is first? It's the law enforcement, security. It's the it's uh, you know fire and safety. It's it's basically the resources that we need as as a as a city to keep everyone safe to preserve their life. Then the infrastructure gives us the liberty and the freedom to move, and we can't be free if we can't move. If we can't get around when we need to get around, if we can't if we can't be free to start a business through uh, you know internet and access and all that kind of stuff. So that's the liberty piece, and then the pursuit of happiness is the restaurants, the amenities. the... The serving the things that really give us, you know, happiness as a, as a people. So I love that. Whether you know it or not, you literally just embodied the heart of the founders through your your plan as a councilman. And I think that's that's awesome. I think councilmen need to do it that way. I think state reps need to do it that way. I think U.S. congressmen need to do it that way. And I think the president of the United States needs to do it that way. Like it's just. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Absolutely. And it's pretty simple. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So what would you say uh, your uh, value system is? Like, where do you, how do you know right from wrong? Like, what, like people, when I ask them about, like, who they are as a, as a politician, like, I just kind of want to know, like, how do you come to, how do you come to your decisions based on what you believe right is right? Because policymakers, politicians make policy based around, based around some aspect of a value system. What you believe to be right and what you believe to be wrong, right? Well, I like. How do you come to those conclusions? How do you know right from wrong?
1: Yeah. So um, I, I'm a Christian, which means I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I read the Bible. Uh, I take it as the truth. Uh, so I take what what God's word is in in, in the Bible and the scriptures as um, you know infallible. Um, so I take it literally, and um, I start from the place that we are all sinful uh, human beings. We are selfish. And so that's our natural state. That That's how we've inherited that uh, through the line of Adam. And so um, we don't start out in this altruistic, you know, let me take care of my neighbor type mentality. We have to be taught. And you can see it in children. You know, it's like they have to learn how to share because their first words usually besides dad and mom, it's mine. Right. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's mine, mine, <laughs> mine. Right. And so
0: like those seagulls on, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah, And the cartoon, mine, mine,
1: mine, mine, mine. You have to teach children how to share. You have to teach them to look out for someone else, you know? So, so, you know, I really take it to heart when, you you know, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second one's like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Um, and so I start from that place, um, that says, you know, people have these great utopian ideas and, and they sound good in a vacuum, um, you know, and you look at the left and, you know, they want to do, they want to fight for social justice. You know, everything's about, let's make it fair. Let's make it equitable. Well, we don't live in a fair world. You know, we live in a broken, sinful world. And so, you know, I understand what they're trying to get to, but they're never going to get there from the starting point that we're at.
0: Yeah. Well, I think they see themselves as men and well, humans are ultimately virtuous. Like, I had this conversation with a uh, lady at the Democrat booth at the Hamilton County uh, Fair last summer. I, I was working in the Republican booth, but I walked over to the Democrat booth just because that's what I like to do and like strike up conversation, right? And uh, and and she, we were talking about gun reform, and, and she was like, people shouldn't have be allowed to have guns. And, and, uh, and then she kind of went off on something, though. She said something interesting on another subject. She said, well, ultimately, people will do the right things. People are inherently good. And I said, whoa, 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 no. but you just told me that we shouldn't have guns guns because you're afraid people won't do what is right and and so which one is it and she couldn't answer it kind of I kind of caught her in that but at the same time like she really did believe that humans were genuinely good people and when left to their own accord they would do what's good and I said, no, 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 And our founders didn't actually believe that. They even said in the Federalist Papers that if men were angels, you wouldn't need government. They would just do what was was good. Right. Like You wouldn't have to have a government. But they're not. Men are not angels. We are sinful, fallen people in this state. So having good government is very important. And I, I think it's a beautiful answer, Nick. And to be honest with you, I've asked that question to many politicians, and that's probably the best answer as concise of a, like, you know, we're sinful people, God is—he's the one who says what's right and wrong. We follow that. That's the best answer I've gotten from a politician ever on that. On that, uh, in my opinion, you know. So maybe,
1: maybe it's because I'm not a politician. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. yeah, you will be a policymaker. We'll call you a statesman. How about that, there, there statesman? Yeah, I, I like yeah. I like that. Yeah, but uh, um, okay. So um, it, it give give people a little bit of a like uh, background on on city council. What does city council do? And then you are running for at large. So what's the difference between when they go to the ballot, they'll see a city councilman over a district, but they'll also see at large. So explain that to us.
1: yeah. so so the way our government is set up, uh, you know nationally and then state wise and then down to the municipal level, it's it's similar. You have the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch. And so in local municipal government, the mayor is the executive branch. The city council is the legislative branch. So if you think of like reps and senators all in one, and then of course you have the, the court system. And so I am running for city council and here in Noblesville, we have nine city councilors. Six of those are assigned to a district around the city. And then three of them are at large. And so the at large uh represent the entire city and township of Noblesville. And so what, what the city council doing is doing are they're managing the budget for the city uh, this year we have a 105 million dollar budget, and so it's it's allocating that money appropriately. It, it's spending your tax dollars wisely. It's attracting new business, um, and you know making sure everyone's taken care of. Um, making sure we're funding departments properly, uh, but it's also passing resolutions, ordinances. Um, you know, you think about um, you know your homeowners association, your, your property taxes, things like that are all impacted by. You know, municipal government making those financial decisions, and so I'm running to represent the entire city of Noblesville, the entire township. Uh, like you said, it's about seventy thousand people currently. And um, trying to get out there and knock doors to introduce myself. I know I won't, I won't get to all 70,000, but <laughs> if I can at least get to the, the 10% that get, turn out the vote, that'd be great.
0: When uh, Nick walked into the studio here, he was like, yeah, I got a lot more doors to knock on. And I ran for Congress in 2020. So, well, it's all perspective, man, because you have 70,000 doors. I had 700,000 doors. So, uh <laughs> You win, <laughs> it was, it, but and I was like, oh, if only I could be running for a council at large seat, that would be so easy, right? <laughs> and then you're thinking, if only I could just run for a district, that would be right. so easy, right? Yep. And then they're thinking, if only you know. So it's all perspective, but dude, you're doing a great job, and I see your signs everywhere. Uh, it tells me that there's a lot of grassroots support behind you, um, you know. And and you know, if you're if you know Nick and you believe in Nick, you know, vote for him. But also get 10, 15, 20 people to go vote for him too. It's it's a uh, that's really how these races are are won. You it's not just you voting. It's how many people can you turn out to vote for someone that you believe in. And 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 Nick, you're stepping up to the plate. You're doing your job in stewarding our nation. Uh, God's called you to run. God's called you to this. Now we need to step up and do our job, which is support people who are willing to be the tip of the spear, if you will, and say, "Hey, I'll go in. I'll go to the meetings every month. I'll go and and do the you know the the research on how we should allocate our funding. And I have conservative values, and I'll make sure those values are are implemented in all of those decisions. And and then we have to then as a, the citizens say, "Okay, now how can we help you?" So we do it just because you're running doesn't mean we can go on autopilot as the citizens, right? No, no, we we need to we're all in this together that's that's a beauty of our of our citizen republic so i'm
1: running to represent you so if you want a voice in city government um that i'm here for you yeah And so, you know, I I will, I'm looking to be your representative and I I need volunteers, you know, it's not just financial donations. I also need people to turn out and vote. So, um, get active in your, your municipal government. It's uh it's probably the most impactful on your daily life. It totally is. Yeah. And so you think of people out in Washington, but they're so far removed. I mean, these people are passing laws that affect the traffic in front of your house or or stop signs or or the schools, you know, things like that.
0: That's right. Uh, if people want to know more about you, uh, again, where can they go to find out more?
1: Yeah, so I have a website nick 4 and that's spelled F O R, not the number four. But uh, Nick for Noblesville,
0: uh, and, Nick, how dumb do you think we are,
1: man? Well, uh, just laying it
0: out there, you know. Um, that's and, uh, uh, that's four for F O R for all the people who can't spell it. Yeah, you know? And uh, well, I am from
1: Mississippi, so it, it could have been fur, you know, Nick like
0: fur, Nick fur. I, I keep yeah. tapping it in, Nick it, fur, and it's yeah. not coming up. Um, but I'm also on
1: social media, so uh, Facebook and Instagram at Nick for Noblesville. Uh, you can look
0: for me there. and um, The election date is May 2nd.
1: Yes. So okay. if you're not an early voter, then Tuesday, May 2nd, from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., the polls are open. And uh, you can check online with the Indiana Secretary of State to see where your polling location is.
0: Right. Um, and you can vote early. Yes, you can. Yes. Uh, there's many early voting sites. The two that, if you're uh, Noblesville, you got the courthouse. Yes. And the 4-H fairgrounds, 4-H fairgrounds yep. yep, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Great. Monday through Friday. Wonderful, Nick. Well, hey, dude, get out there and knock doors. We won't keep you any longer, but thanks for coming in. No, I and, appreciate it. Thanks and, for the time. And uh, get out and support Nick million for counselor at large. He'll do a great job, really believe in him and uh, love your heart for the Lord and just love your heart as a candidate. Thanks for, your, so,
1: yeah. thanks for your leadership.
0: Absolutely. Okay, we're going to have more uh, Heart of the Candidate uh, episodes coming up with a few other people running for office uh, in this upcoming municipality election. So stay tuned, look for those, and uh, get out in support and do your civic duty to maintain this beautiful republic that God has given us all here in the United States of America. We'll see you next time on Jesus, Sex, and Politics. This has been Heart of a Candidate.